I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be coming on too strong. Well, I've got two emails that I'm going to go through with you today. The first one is from a guy who lives with his girlfriend, but he says they argue a lot. And so he's constantly says he's getting rejected when he wants to have when he's ready for sexy time. In other words, when he wants to have sex with his girlfriend, he tries to seduce her. She's like, hey, I'm doing my hair. I got to go to work. I got to do this. I got to do that. Obviously, it pisses him off and it doesn't end well. So he's obviously having a real big problem because, he, number one, he's arguing with his girlfriend. Because as I've said many times, women need to feel heard and understood when they're on their dates. When a woman feels heard and understood, the legs open. And when she doesn't, the legs close. The second email is from a guy who is dating a girl and he was pursuing a little too much but now he's kind of having a hard time and now he's kind of backed off and she seems to have gone a little cold but there's some other things that he's doing that he doesn't realize are sabotaging his success. So I'm going to go through each of these emails and help these guys balance finding the sweet spot between pursuing too much, communicating, opening a woman up, making her feel safe and comfortable and turning them off the second guy also the second email the guy's always had he's been great out of the gate getting dates and hooking up a few times but when it comes to relationships he's just not been able to move them in a girlfriend boyfriend territory so i have a quote that i wrote for this particular video and this topic and then we're going to go through both these emails and the quote says everyone has flaws nobody is perfect Everyone who you love is going to do or say things to you that hurt you. The fundamental decision that you have to make in all of your relationships is how much you are willing to suffer for someone you love before you leave that relationship forever. Everything human beings do can be broken down into two primary objectives. Number one, trying to get love or number two, trying to give love. People who constantly violate yourself and your dignity even after you have lovingly told them how you expect to be treated must be deleted from your life. Otherwise, you enable their behavior and invite them and others to continue violating your self-respect and dignity. So let's go through the first guy's email. He says, hi, Corey. My girlfriend is beautiful, wonderful girl, but we argue a lot. Well, it does not sound like you have read my book yet because men who understand women never argue with them. And Because I've read this email already, what's happening is you're not taking the time to listen to her, to talk to her, to get her to open up. You're just focused on the fact that you're not getting pussy on a regular basis when you want it. Women are not robots. You got to make them feel heard and understood. I did a video several years ago called How to Communicate with women effectively. I highly suggest that you watch that video several times and you also need to read the book because everything that is in my book is geared to help a woman feel safe and comfortable by opening her up and getting her to talk about what she's thinking and feeling. And whether it's a friendship or a relationship or somebody, an employer-employee type of relationship, people need to feel heard and understood. They need to feel like their feelings matter, that their thoughts matter, and that the other person wants to listen and cares about that. Like when really good employees leave, it's usually because they don't like the person 
that they work for and that person makes them feel like a piece of shit, makes them feel like they don't matter and that their needs and wants or their contributions are not appreciated. So eventually they get tired of constantly feeling like they're not valued and they go and work somewhere else where they do feel valued. So he says, we are complete opposites on a personality scale. I like to get to the point and be brutally honest even if I know the truth will hurt her. There's not necessarily anything wrong with that but if you're arguing with her – because when women express themselves and they talk, what they're trying to communicate to you is they want you to understand where they're coming from. They want you to understand what they're thinking and what they're feeling and a big mistake a lot of guys make is they try to argue and win their point. Especially when a woman says you did this or you did that or she reminds a guy of something he did six months or a year or two ago and they think, we resolved this. Why are you bringing up that same topic again? Well, the only reason a woman brings the same situation up over and over that may have happened in the past many months or years ago, she's trying to communicate, hey, the way you're hurting me right now is making me feel the same way when you didn't take the garbage out two years ago or or you didn't get my car fixed. Or you didn't show up on time when my plane got there from the airport or whatever it happens to be. But when guys hear those things, they start, well, I did this, I did that, instead of just trying to make her feel heard and understood. Again, I'm not going to go into it in this video because I did a whole video on that topic years ago. It's called How to Communicate with Women Effectively. And it's also one of the essential fundamentals on my YouTube channel as well on my website. I genuinely couldn't give a shit about what other people think of me or us but she's all into keeping up appearances and worries about what others think far too much. Well, if she was head over heels in love with you and you were making her feel heard and understood, she wouldn't care so much and that wouldn't be an issue because you'd be her number one. But instead, when you're arguing all the time, she's constantly feeling like she's not heard, she's not understood. And especially if you're trying to have sex with her when the body language is not there for it, all it's going to do is piss her off. And if you know what you're doing, if you follow things that are in my book, you're not going to get rejected when it comes to having sex because I mean, on an average day, I've done psychological studies on this. Women typically say about 8,000 words and guys tend to say about 2,000 words. And if you look at that, it was like, well, that falls right in line with the 80-20. Women should be doing 80% of the talking because they talk. That's how they solve their problems is by talking about them. As a guy, you should facilitate them talking and understanding what they're saying instead of trying to win an argument because even if you win the argument, you're going to lose. It's just not a good way to go and it's not a successful strategy long term. Our arguments often revolve around sex or her rejection of it. When it happens, our sex is mind-blowing. I'm pretty good in the sack, not bad-looking, charming, and normally have lots of girls after me. Confidence is not my issue or it wasn't until I met my current girlfriend. That's the beauty of relationships. It's When you have a weakness or you have a chink in your armor or you have something that you need to work on, That's the way the universe works. They bring you somebody right into your life who helps you work on that flaw or that weakness. And therefore, you've got this girlfriend in your life who's helping you with a current weakness that you need to fix because if you don't fix it, it's just a matter of time before 
she eventually will leave you because she doesn't feel heard and understood. Eventually what will happen is you'll have one final blow-up argument and she'll be like, that's it. I'm breaking up with you or I'm moving on or I'm moving out or I'm not renewing the lease with you. He says she puts sex way down on her list of priorities. Well, again, she doesn't feel heard and understood. She's not going to be interested in sex. It doesn't matter how great of a lover that you are. If you're doing it right, if you're doing the things right that I talk about in the book, what's going to be happening in your relationship is that as a man, your woman's going to be more interested in sex than you are. And that's a great place to be as a guy, especially when she's horny and she wants to get her freak on and she seduces you. It's a great place to be. But if you're struggling, if the sex ain't there, 99% of the time it's because she doesn't feel heard and understood. Everything else has to be in its place or clean and tidy before she'll even consider getting down to it. To give you an example, she's getting ready for work. It's 90 minutes before she needs to leave the house. I go in and try to start kissing her and let her know directly, I want more. What's he focused on? He's focused on himself. Now think about it. When you go out on a first date or a second date, you're having dinner, you're someplace quiet, having a cup of coffee or a few drinks, whatever, you, maybe you're playing pool or whatever you happen to be doing on a first date. The idea, it's just like what I talk about in the, my book, is asking questions, getting her to talk about herself, getting her to open up. Now, if she felt open, if she felt like she was heard and understood, it wouldn't matter. She'd be having sex with you all the time. But right now, obviously, because you're arguing all the time, she's just pissed off at you and she doesn't feel close to you. She doesn't feel like you get her or understand her needs or her wants. She bats me away with, I'm doing my hair. The crazy thing is she's an operating theater nurse and has to put her hair up as soon as she goes to work. Yet she's telling me 90 minutes before she has to leave, we haven't time to have sex. Bullshit. Well, that's the excuse that she gives you. But the, the bottom line is she doesn't feel heard and understood. And you're focused on what you want, which is to get laid instead of realizing that she doesn't feel heard and understood. So the best way to overcome that is to date and court her properly and let her talk. Get her to talk about those things. Instead of trying to argue with her, Get her to talk about those things. If she's a normal, healthy woman, she will do that. If she's a Fruit Loop or she's not a good communicator, she'll say things like, well, I don't want to talk about it. Women that grow up without fathers or that grow up in environments where just constant arguing, they're going to avoid conflict and they tend to say things like that. To them, communication means conflict, so it's just better to not communicate at all and ignore it and hope it goes away. It's impossible to have a healthy relationship with women like that and I have dated women like that and it's incredibly frustrating. But women who grow up in healthy environments or who have learned those skills, they'll want to talk about those things. But it's an art and I teach that in the book and I teach that in the video, How to Communicate with Women Effectively. I'm a logical, rational, straight shooter so when she feeds me bullshit like this and I call her out on it. She gets anxious and we end up arguing. Well, again, she doesn't feel heard and understood and that's the problem. And you're making it worse by being an idiot and arguing with her. I can argue without shouting but with her, she always ends up in tears, screaming and shouting and going off topic every time. Well, obviously she feels hurt 
she feel doesn't feel like you care about her needs or her wants or understanding her because you don't ask because all you're focused on is the fact that you're not getting laid. Again, think about it. If you follow the seduction process in the book, the sex comes at the end of a fun date after you spend a couple hours hanging out, having fun and hooking up. That formula, the hooking up is at the end of it. It doesn't come at the beginning. And if you notice, you're you're already arguing all the time and then you're like, hey, I want some sex. I want some pussy. And then you go up and basically you start kissing her and you're like, hey, I'm ready for sexy time. But you haven't opened her up properly. That's why she's not open to it. He says, it wrecks my head. It's like we're inhabiting different planets sometimes and she can't seem to understand me or me, her, what to do. Well, number one, you need to read the book ASAP. And number two, you need to watch the video that I did called How to Communicate with Women Effectively. You can Google Corey Wayne, How to Communicate with Women Effectively. And I go through it in detail. It's also in the book. You got to learn the basics. You got to understand the courtship and how it works and how it opens a woman up. You're putting the cart before the horse, dude. It's like you're not doing what you did in the beginning to open her up, to get her to fall in love, to want to move with you and live together. Now you're thinking it's just because you live together that sex is any time. But if you're arguing all the time, you're just not going to get anywhere, dude. You might as well whack yourself over the head with a hammer. So let's go through the second guy's email. He says, hello, Corey. My name is Bob. Well, it's not really Bob, but I use Bob a lot. He says, I'm 26 and I'll get right to the point. I've always done well with women when it comes to one night stands and I achieve those all the time. I just can't transition into a relationship. This is where I stumbled across your videos and I have now read your book three times. Well, that's a good start, but 10 to 15 times is what you need to do. Before that all happened, I had already made crucial mistakes with this current girl. From the start, I told her how much I liked her and how much I cared, and how I'd be good for her, etc. So it sounds like you were pleading and begging and trying to prove yourself to her. The only way a guy tries to prove himself to a girl is if he doesn't value himself and doesn't think he brings enough to the table. That's how I used to be in my 20s because that's how the environment that I grew up in, that's how I felt. I never got hugs. I never heard I love you. I just got the crap beat out of me or I got ignored. And so that would cause anybody, a man or a woman, to feel incredibly insecure about themselves. But I overcame that. It took a lot of work. I wrote about this in my book. All what the hell are you doing moments. Naturally, she thought I came on too strong. So you're going to be coming off as needy, coming off as desperate, and then make up for the fact that you don't feel good enough or you don't feel safe that you're going to be loved and that you're lovable, you try to force things by calling too much, texting too much, pursuing too much, talking about a relationship too much, enlisting the help of your friends and family who know her to put a little pressure on her, to twist her arm and try to talk her into saying, hey, he's really, hey, it's Bob, he's really a great guy and you should make him your boyfriend. Remember, you must love in such a way that the person you love feels free. And when you come from an environment like the environment that I came from, you're going to smother the other person and they're just going to run away from you because women fall in love slowly over time by talking to them, by taking measured steps, by pursuing a woman in the beginning and making a date once per week but usually after the third or fourth week, 
or the second or third date has happened and they start reaching out to you, at that point, you can just sit back, wait to hear from her and then make the next date when you do. But the more mistakes you make in the beginning, the harder it's going to be to recover from that. I backed away. She came back. We had sex several times and things seemed to be going well. Wrong. We have a mutual friend. That's part of the problem. You're involving friends in your relationship in an effort to prove yourself to her. And on top of that, you're enlisting your mutual friends to talk this woman into becoming your girlfriend. That's incredibly weak. Women like guys who can keep their mouth shut about their relationship and not blab to all their friends or their family all the intimate details because that's going to make a woman feel like she can't trust you. We have a mutual friend that is equally friends to us both and cramp my game by pressuring her to consider getting into a relationship with me. That is the perfect prime reason why you don't do it. So you overpursued in the beginning and then on top of that, you enlisted your mutual friend to put pressure on her. She doesn't feel free to make her own decision and that makes you look weak because she's going to realize that you're putting, up your, putting your mutual friend up to trying to twist her arm to be your girlfriend. That will always blow up in your face. Number one, she won't feel like she can trust you because you're telling your mutual friend about intimate details in your relationship. And on top of that, you're pressuring her and your mutual friend is pressuring her. You're not going to be successful when you do that. I tried that approach a lot of times in my 20s and it always fucked things up for me. And after – it's like when you do that a couple dozen times, you realize, you know what? It's probably better to like keep my fucking mouth shut. I mean it sounds logical like, hey, this will work. They'll put in a good word for me. It just makes you look weak. If you were an awesome catch, you'd be, it'd be self-evident in your behavior. I later found out through this girl's roommate that this caused her to feel turned off and pressured. Duh. I did not even know this had happened. So the next time we hung out and I didn't know this had occurred, I could feel something was off. I had... I had her over, we watched a movie and joked around and at one point she looked at me and said, oh, I know how much you like me, don't worry. So in that that statement, women help you when they like you. And so she's saying, slow your fucking roll, dude. In other words, let me come to you at my own pace. I had a girlfriend and I wrote about this in my book who her and her mother both were like, you got to let her come to you. And that's when like the light bulbs went on. I'm like, ah, oh. because that's what I was doing. I was really like this girl. I was really, I didn't like her. I was totally in love with her. And I wanted to make her my girlfriend. And I was trying too hard. I was forcing things. And this girl was great because if it hadn't been for her, I might not have ever learned that. And then once it clicked in my mind, I just backed off. And sure enough, three, four weeks later, we were boyfriend and girlfriend. It was all her idea. And at the end of the day, women decide who they want to have a relationship with. Besides, that's all part of feminine energy. And when a guy does that, he's basically acting like a woman. I know you see that in the movies all the time. They're like, pursue, pursue, pursue. You got to pursue a woman. It's great to pursue and make dates in the beginning, one per week. But when you try too hard and you do it too much and you're constantly bringing up the relationship topic, you're acting like somebody who feels like they're not worthy and not deserving 
of being in a relationship. Like you got to lock them down to a commitment before some other dude comes along and steals her from you. Well, if you know you're awesome and you got plenty of choices and options, there's no need to do that. It just happens naturally. She didn't want to stay over and when I kissed her, she didn't kiss back enthusiastically, which threw me off and let me know I was in trouble. That's when I stumbled on your material, the book and your videos. I watched what to do when she backs away, pull back to build attraction, etc. So I took your advice. I only let her contact me and then I set definite dates. We did that. I took her out on four separate dates and they were successful. Now here's the kicker. I have left the phone to just set dates and nothing more. I don't contact her and we only meet up. Keep in mind at this time I am still sleeping with and seeing other women yet she's really the only one I actually care about and that's part of the problem. You're treating her differently than the other ones plus you've made all those mistakes. You pressured her yourself and you got your mutual friend to pressure her as well. So she's naturally going to be skittish and standoffish. The problem is she has abruptly stopped trying to reach out to me. I suspect it's because we hung out one Thursday and I never texted her the following weekend as I waited for her to text me. She knew I was partying that weekend and on Sunday she sent me a text asking how my hangover was. So she's reaching out to you, dude. And I replied, I'm in so much pain, blah, 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 and then I fell asleep. Well, that was your opportunity to make the next date. But you didn't do that. It's now Wednesday and I still haven't heard from her since. Did I pull away too much? Well, you should have made a date when she reached out. I would have just said, I'm hung like a horse, but you know what? It's really great to hear from you and I would really love to see you again. When are you free to get together next? That's what you should have done. It's like it's amazing how alcohol gets involved and guys just do – they make stupid mistakes. It's now Wednesday and I still haven't heard from her. Did I pull away too much? Just wait it out and see what happens. Women are like cats. They come and go as they please. There might have been another guy that was in the picture as well. But you got to look at the fact that you've made a lot of mistakes here. It's really hard to recover when you've made so many mistakes and made yourself look needy. Has she grown weary of always being the one to reach out to me? Well, she reached out and you didn't make the next date the last time she reached out. Does she think that I was hooking up with other people and got turned off? It's quite possible because obviously this anything you say to this mutual friend, you have to assume that it got back to her. And if you're blabbing to this mutual friend about other women that you're dating and sleeping with, well, I mean – what do you expect to? Gentlemen don't kiss and tell. That's right in my book. What should my strategy be now? Well, number one, stop telling your mutual friend about all the other women that you're dating and sleeping with. Number one, I'd wait two weeks. If you don't hear from her for two weeks, send her a text and say, hey, you, I haven't heard from you in a while and I'd really love to see you. When are you free to get together and see what happens? She may be pissed off. She may blow you off. She may not respond. And if she doesn't, just chalk it up to experience. Like I said, it's really hard to turn things around when you made so many mistakes. But the good news is you're reading the book, you're applying it, you're watching videos. The key is to keep your mouth shut and stop telling everybody about your business and do things right going forward. It's like 
you can't look at her like she's the only woman you're ever going to meet again. When I was younger and things like this would happen, I'd screw things up with somebody that I really had a good shot with. It was, you know, it's difficult because women like they don't come along every day. Usually maybe every year, year and a half, you meet somebody that's really spectacular and knocks your socks off. And so that's why it's really important to practice these fundamentals over and over and over again. When I do success stories and I go through those guys that are doing really well, it's because they read the book 10 to 15 times and they spent a lot of time dating and refining their approach because quite frankly, there's a lot of loopy, screwed up people out there, whether you're a man or a woman. When you're dating you're, and you really get to know the stuff that's in the book, you're going to see that. Most people are screwed up. That's just the way it is. The idea is to use the tools in the book to find somebody who's flexible, who's got a good attitude, who's a giver, who's got a lot of self-confidence and they're going to be happy. They're going to be a glasses half full kind of person. Instead, you know, if you ever run into a situation where a girl's doing all the pursuing and you're a month, month and a half into it and she starts busting your balls and giving you a hard time saying it's got to be 50-50, okay, well, if she wants you to pursue a little bit more when say she's been pursuing for a whole month, then maybe once a week you surprise her with a text out of the blue just saying, hey you, just wanted to let you know I was thinking about you and I look forward to seeing you. Or I can't wait to see you on Thursday or can't wait to see you on Friday. Just surprise her with it. And if you start doing that and she still cops an attitude that you're not pursuing me enough and she's like real militant about it, that tells me she's structured, she's got a shitty attitude, she's got a control freak. She's got trust issues. She's got daddy issues. A woman with a good attitude, it's not going to bother her. She's gonna, a woman with a good attitude and communicates is going to say, hey, you know, we just spent a whole week together. We spent the whole weekend together and I haven't heard from you in a few days. You say, you know what? You're right. I'll make more of an effort. And then you surprise her. But if she doesn't ask for it, I wouldn't do it. But women who have a bad attitude, they're going to be a bitch about it. And they're going to be nasty about it. And that's not a good sign. That's a red flag. Because as the relationship progresses and you continue to date somebody like that, they automatically are presupposing that you're being a fucking asshole. And so that's the place they're going to come from. And so they're going to start a conflict with you as opposed to just in a lovingly way say, hey, you know, it'd be nice if you reached out every now and then made me feel like you care. A good communicator, a good woman with a healthy self-esteem, that's what she's going to do. A woman with a shitty attitude, she's gonna, she's right away going to go into bitch mode and be nasty about it. And you want to avoid chicks like that because relationships are hard enough. Life is hard enough without somebody that's bringing drama into your life. Take your time. Don't just – just because she's pretty and she's got a nice ass and she's great in a sack doesn't mean she's great girlfriend material. That's why you date so you can see what they're like because remember, people can hide who they are for about the first 90 days of a relationship. Take your time. There's 7 billion people on this planet. The odds are pretty good you're going to eventually find somebody who's spectacular and perfect for you. So if you'd like to get my help personally, go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen on any page and just follow the instructions for booking whichever coaching option works for you. And I will talk to you soon.